It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Coming up on today's show, we've heard the rumors before, but it might be real this time. So we have a native son returning this weekend to the A. So the question is, will he walk away from the A with a dub or will the home team get it? We got somebody to talk and download about that with you today. And guess what? I don't normally call people heroes, but this guy definitely deserves that title. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. We want to say thank you for making ATL Day 1s your first listen today. And remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast or wherever you download the podcast. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate you for that in advance. And today's episode of ATL Day 1s is brought to you by Bet Online T. We've all heard the rumors and about John Collins and whether that, and I've always talked about how he needed to change his game and he needed to step his game up. And then the Hawks finally decided to go ahead and pay the man. They paid him a, a nice, decent salary, a non match contract, which was I was clamoring for him, you know, to get. And, and I think that when you think about the report of Sham Sharani is reporting that those talks have started to heat up. T, your thoughts when you we came across this story. Yeah, it's interesting because my first thought was not surprised. I've been sticking to my guns and saying that talks were never off the table. Trade A trade for John Collins was never off the table. This has been two and a half years in the making. Now, I will tell you this. My initial reaction was, wow, I did think it was sooner for two reasons. Number one, I had always kind of guesstimated that it was going to happen at the beginning of 2023, possibly at the trade deadline or even like the all-star break. And then there's a little clause there 
per the CBA rules that anyone who uh, basically a trade that's taking place during the regular season, really, it's like you have to be careful and kind of work it around uh, their deadline, which is like week 17. So it'll be interesting to see when this actually is consummated. But my other thing was this, and I got this additional intel and I said, wow, where they're going? Because Sham Sharani has stated, if I'm correct, the Suns, and it was a, uh, I believe Jay Crowder was in the conversation. And I said, although Jay Crowder's numbers are better in the perimeter space and in a couple of other categories, I'm not sure if that's enough to be a one-to-one to one trade. I was like, that has to be three or four teams. And the intel I received this morning is that, yes, indeed, there are three, possibly four teams that are in discussion because of what, what each team needs. And, and to be honest with you, when you think about like why we are having these conversations, why these teams are talking with each other, because mm -hmm. I, if you're looking at the record where the Hawks are sitting at what, nine and six right yeah. now. So, you know, which is pretty solid. That's a good mm -hmm. start. That's a good solid start. But it's just something missing with this team. Right. You know, when you think about and I go back to when the Hawks were uh, playing against the uh, the uh, Boston Celtics mm -hmm. and Doris Burke was talking about her conversations that she had had him have it or had with John Collins and talking mm -hmm. about and the quote it, this was an I'm not sure this was an exact quote but she said that John Collins said they got me trying to shoot all these three pointers and that makes sense because Nate McMillan was on with our guys and then Randy he talking about mm -hmm. how he want those guys to shoot more threes yeah. and I'm just like. I don't ne necessarily know that's a good idea when you're talking to John Collins. Trey Young, yeah, bro, keep shooting. You're yeah. going to figure it out at some point. Yeah. But John, that's not his game. That's not yeah. his game. He's good to as a setup um, mm -hmm. shooter, and but he's just gotten off to a really rough start shooting the three. And I think that the way this team is constructed mm -hmm. in 2022, mm -hmm. you have to be able to hit that three-point yeah. shot because the way those guys, DeJounte and Trey, get to the paint, Mm -hmm. you got to be ready to hit it when they dish it out to you. Yes. And also, Jarvis, we saw firsthand both in the Celtics game and also if we go back to the Raptors game a couple of weeks ago, their bigs were hitting threes. I yeah. mean, literally going out to the perimeter like it was nothing. And on some level, even a little bit of ball handling and bringing the ball up the court with the Raptors. So got to give them a world of credit in that regard. But I look at an Al Horford who, you know, the running joke is he's 357 years old. And right. somehow Al Horford has added a, a three-point <laughs> shot to his game. Yes. So that's the piece where... That's how you stay in the league for that long, right? Yeah. Exactly. There it is. He, he yeah. found a way to re he found a way to reconfigure and reinvent his game. Indeed. And the thing about it is you and I were excited, given JC his, his credit for the first couple of games this season, but then it kind of went back to the median. And this is what we've yep. seen pretty much his entire exactly. career with right. the, the, the Hawks. Just disappears. Yeah, three yeah. great games. Yeah. And it's like Mr. Double Double is back. Mm -hmm. And then four or five games, like you said, it's the perfect word. He disappears and he disappears at critical moments when Clint Capella needs a, a, a sidekick in the front yes. court like man i need somebody to have my back with these uh steals with these getting these balls off the glass rebounds, blocks yeah rebounds. right so when you look at all of those pieces to me it's the inconsistency and the fact that if you are asked to and tasked with being able to get deep shots and you're only shooting 17 percent from three you can't kind of blame the hawks and it's a conversation that you guys will hear in a few minutes that we even have with our guy, our special guest, because he covers the Bears and the Bulls. And one of the things we talked about is when you are in that second tier, Bulls, Hawks, 
Cavs, Hornets, and you're trying to catch Whatever that. You top throw in there. <laughs> right, exactly. Celtics, Heat. Bucks and Celtics, elite. And the, exactly. Elite. The I would throw right up there with them because they were one shot, you know, they were one step away from the NBA finals themselves last year. Right. So if you're trying to catch the elite, what's the panacea? It's going to be the three-point shot and making it effective because how many people shot, how many players shot a three-pointer and made it for the Celtics? All 12. Everybody who touched the ball shot a three and made it Wednesday night. Just 40. Saying. 45 percent that is an amazing no, clip 4. 5. <laughs> Wait, 40, no, you're right 46 percent 46 percent yeah 55 percent yeah. from the field oh, yeah that is absolutely you know amazing and i think that you know as this as the season goes along yeah you, know, you talk about the time period and i think you know as far as with him um, sign a new contract mm -hmm. i think there's some type of period that they have to wait in order for to to trade him and i think that I wouldn't be surprised if whoever this leak leaked, whoever leaked this, mm -hmm. is know exactly what they're doing because I'm actually interested to see who those mm -hmm. other teams are that mm -hmm. get involved because we all know that there are a lot of extra teams that are competing that people mm -hmm. didn't think were going to be competing this year. When we talking about the Utah Jazz, yes. you know they they actually are. The Hawks felt them too. <laughs> this is the second coming of Dirk Nowitzki coming around here and down here in uh, lower marketing. So I think those <laughs> some of the things that you know the Travis Lane he's got to figure out how to get better. And I know people really like John Collins, and yeah, I kind of like to do myself. You know what I mean? So yeah, as a person, but yeah. when it comes to trying to scratch, fight, and claw Ooh, to get yeah. into those that top four. Because mm -hmm. it's there. It's the opportunity yeah, there. The opportunity is there. That's right. You have to take advantage of any yeah. opportunity to get better. And I think Travis Lane is going to do that. And, and may I just because, say this, Travis? Yeah. I, I just wanted to jump on something you just said, and I'm going to take it and piggyback off of it. Okay. You said scratch, claw, and do everything you have to do to get in that top four. You know what else is missing from the Hawks? Another guy who can scratch and claw and be a dog and be about mm -hmm. that life and make yep. sure you understand you want us to feel you, you're going to feel us too. I felt like when DeJounte Murray came in, he's that guy. I yes. feel like Clint Capella yep. is starting to get that edge back as well. Yep. From Those a health standpoint. Yep. There you go. And yep. so, and you know, and being that guy who's not afraid to bang in, in the, on the inside, right? Who's your other dog? And that takes nothing away from Trey. Cause you know, I love to call him a little scrappy, but what I'm Absolutely. talking about is your bigs being those guys who are enforcers and we've said from the jump ever since they lost solo we've been looking for somebody for in the front court to really bring that edge and again we love john collins as a player but i'm interested to see if in addition to somebody who can give them more shooting they also get somebody who can give them a little edge absolutely and if you're trying to find somebody to give you some money and you're not trying to rob them how about you go to betonline.net and put some money down wow did i, did I just say that i'm sorry T. but you know let's keep rolling let's keep rolling let's keep rolling with it all right because it is the fastest and the easiest way to check it in all your betting needs find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds lines and games if you're trying to figure out what's going on mercedes-benz on sunday we got a excellent conversation that you need to stick around for with our main man jason golf of the full go podcast we do a deep dive into that matchup. Now, if you're trying to find some information that's going to help you win some bread, go check out Bet Online because it continues to be the top online source for all your sports wager information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. You got to check us out Monday through Friday for all your ATL sports needs. Go check out 
Bet Online for all your gambling and information. They have podcasts there waiting just for you. So head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online is where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So today, guys, you know that this is our day where we do keys to the game. This go-round, it's the Falcons versus Bears, and it's the Cousin Jason edition of keys to the game. I am so excited. My solo red cup at. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get it, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm so super thrilled because you guys don't know, but Jason Goff is just really, really super close to Jarvis and I because when we started early in our careers he was the one person who would always allow us to crack a mic so we'll forever be grateful for that and he just continues to do major things got his own podcast the full go podcast and if you guys have never listened you need to check it out because Full go doesn't really tell the whole story of just how far <laughs> golf goes. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to have a good time. <laughs> Our guy is in the shy right now. So, of course, we want to talk a little bears. And I know you got lots to say. So, I want to get right into it. And I'm going to hit you right out of the gate, Jason, with the real Justin Fields. He's putting up insane numbers, we know, on the ground. But from your opinion, seeing that bird's eye view, how's he progressing as a passer? Well, he still has some steps to take uh, in his evolution. But the the thing that we have been clamoring for and they finally got into it over the last four or five weeks was changing the launch angle, right? Not just having him sit in the pocket. And Mm -hmm. now you're seeing he's extending plays, you know, and getting a taste of success with with his legs is important because there was a lot of three and outs early on in the season, a lot of struggling. And I think something flipped in that Washington Commanders game where all of a sudden Mm -hmm. Justin was like, hey, if you guys want me to be myself and actually be the pocket passer that you want me to be i also have to be able to get in out on some of these design runs stay ahead of the chains and also you know he doesn't have a lot of man beaters out there on the perimeter so you know darnell mooney is one guy but for five six seven weeks he was throwing the special teamers they went out and got chase claypool he's really not a man beater he's a go up and get it guy so there's there's some some pieces that don't match around him but as this running has started, you've also started to see defenses try to quarterback contain, do mush rushes and all these other things. So it's allowing him to become a better passer by processing things. Mm-hmm. But he's still got to learn how to take the cheese and and not go for every single big play possible. That's still getting kind of bridled out of him. But in the in the in the long run, we've seen drastic steps of of incremental increases in his play and i think now you're getting the chance against this dmp's defense i think they're going to sit back and try to mix it up on him so i think this is now the the next step in the evolution where it's like the evaluation process started because he has some offensive success running the ball now you're going to see the counter punch from these nfl defenses and force him to stay in the pocket a little bit more jay you talk about how you know not have how important it is to have those man beaters on the outside yeah that being said like do you feel like ryan poles did his job coming to this season to set uh, now i've heard you had plenty of conversations on on the full go podcast so that's why i'm asking you this because i i love to hear like like 
what Ryan Pole should have done or maybe what he should have done uh, or shouldn't have oh, done man. coming into the season. Yeah, well, I didn't think – I mean, you put a fifth-round left tackle out there. You know, you go out there and you let go of James Daniels and some other guys that were a part of that offensive line. And then the wide receiver issues. Like, you know, he started out this year with Byron Pringle and Nikhil Harry, you know, Amir Smith-Marset. A lot of guys – you know, Dante Pettis and, and, and Equinemius St. Brown have been – Guys who have been had, have had special teams roles on other teams. Now all of a sudden, you want your your quarterback to to come to some kind of maturation point with mm-hmm. Darnell Mooney and a bunch of dudes. So right. at the beginning, I was very critical. I mean, you know, you got a guy like Drake London in Atlanta. Uh, mm-hmm. You got Sky Moore in Kansas City. It's not about you know going out and getting this big name wide receiver off the bat if you're Ryan Poles because he had a lot of dead cap space and a lot of things to work out. But you mm-hmm. had the draft, and in the draft of, uh, of the evaluation period for your quarterback is the next couple of years in that draft, you go out and get a nickel corner and a safety in your first two picks. So yeah, I was very critical. And I, I, I do think that this team, uh, I think half that building came around on Justin Fields in this last five weeks or so, because there, there are a lot of questions on, you know, this is, you know, you guys know Ryan Pace now, cause he's a part of the Atlanta staff. This is one of the few decisions that just, that Ryan Pace made, right. That, that has worked out, but it's not Ryan Poles' guy. So you're not, you're not, he's not the, the natural incumbent. We've seen it before. Mm -hmm. We saw it in in Arizona where Josh Rosen had his one year, but they knew they were going right back into the draft to go get Kyler Murray or somebody of that stature. So, you know, this last month or so you've seen it. And then you have the chase Claypool trade for a second round Mm -hmm. pick, which I think is a steep price to pay for a guy like that because mind you, the Pittsburgh Steelers are trying to do the same thing with Kenny Pickett. So why would they get rid of somebody who they think could help him be evaluated, right? right? So these are the things that that I question. And, you know, the Roquan Smith standoff, I I think it got – or it seemed personal, like it seemed mm-hmm. like he was making a point instead of, um, you know, doing what I think. My team, damn it. Team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's his first so I think all these questions are warranted, especially yeah. in this market where it's like you have to prove that, that you know, you are um, capable of putting, you know, uh, a good team out there. And, I, and, mm-hmm. and, and those questions will persist, you know, because the, the, the excitement we have for Justin Fields is tempered by what's also happening on a defensive end. So yeah. Ryan Pole still got a lot of questions to answer. Absolutely. And thank you all so very much from Steeler Nation for taking Chase Case. We appreciate it. <laughs> so very much. And we will be using our second pick all day, every day. But listen, yeah. you know, another thing we were thinking about, and this is kind of a situation that at least short term, Jason, uh, the Falcons kind of found themselves in just in terms of kind of that injury bug hitting on offense, yeah. defense, and particularly hit with the run game. We lost Cordero Patterson for a couple of weeks. Thank goodness he's now back. But you guys, the Bears have also had a big blow in losing Khalil Herbert. So I'm thinking to myself, especially when you think about, like you said, Dean P scheming against the run, whether that's Justin Fields or whether that's actually a running back. Do you see David Montgomery as being able to at least pick up the pace and kind of keep Dean P's uh, defense honest? Yo, it's a good question because Khalil Herbert has performed better if you look at the numbers this year as a runner. But Mm -hmm. David Montgomery has a special place in that building because of how physical he is. You know, he's Mm -hmm. still a better short yardage runner than Khalil, and he's way better at uh, blitz pickup, which is a quarterback, especially a young quarterback's best friend. And he's going to have a lot more reps. Uh, You know, he's going to get his chance to shine against, you know, a defense that, you know, 
the Falcons defense is still there's still some things left to be desired. So, you know, David Montgomery is still, I think, better in the screen game than Khalil Herbert is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, missing out on Khalil Herbert, who's what, what like seventh, or eighth in the league in rushing right now. Like it's, right. it's going to be a blow. I don't know that Tristan Ebner can do the things that Khalil Herbert is going to be well has been able to do so it's a lot more is going to be on david montgomery a lot mm-hmm. more is going to be on justin fields and i think this is this i think this is going to be the passing game right i think this is yeah. everybody's seen what what justin Fields has been able to do running the football over the last mm-hmm. four games i'd be surprised if i saw the falcons running around in a whole bunch of man and sending a whole bunch of blitzes i expect whatever run game that you can muster up if you're the Bears to have to rule today, but this is going to be the game where we find out if Justin Fields is ready to win it from the perceived pocket that everybody wants him to win it from. And to you asked with you. my second question. It was about mm-hmm. Montgomery being possibly another target for Justin yeah. Fields as far as a, a catcher out of the backfield. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's He's going to have to. Everybody, mm-hmm. hey, all hands on deck with this offense because they've scored 30 points uh, a game, what, three straight games, but they're the first team in NFL history to lose all three of those games as well. So they already know the pressure has been mounting because people still want to see these numbers and this output, Mm -hmm. but now with Khalil Herbert down, now with Tevin Jenkins getting ready to miss his second straight Mm -hmm. game, there's a lot of little holes on this team, and a lot of things are on Justin Fields' shoulders. So I, I, I would expect there to be some kind of regression this week, honestly, because of everything that's going into this game. But, you know, Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney, like, you get a chance to find out more about them as well. No doubt about it. I think that this game is probably going to be the quickest game in NFL history. I'll yeah, be, right? I, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> little, little I, I'm surprised pitching people, game. Right. People are going to be walking out of this doggone stadium at 345 and oh, yeah. being on Sunday. No doubt about yeah, it. I, but, man, um, and I wish I could be down there. I, I, you know, in my time down there, I didn't get a chance to um, – I didn't get a chance to go to like one tailgate, like one Falcons game tailgate really? at all. Yeah, my man Daryl Killian, he threatened to take me out a couple of times. And then, you know, I went out with D and he saw, you know, he saw me and he was like, listen, I'm, I'm going to keep my city folk in the, in the, in the, in the cut. You know, it was, it was, I, was, I was enjoying myself too much, right? But I wish I, I wish I was coming down there for this one, though, man. I truly, yeah. I truly wish I had a chance to. I got the Bulls games to do this weekend, but man, I wish I could. I wish I man, could. the dog on marijuana smell and the Hennessy hey. going to be rolling, bro. Hey, I'm telling you, enjoy, enjoy yeah. safely. You know, this is Chicago South at the end of the day. So it really is. Right? You see, you see. I mean, that's why they average now because they got they got all them Bears players. They got all them Bears decision makers. Like you know, I, I, I thought they learned their lesson by allowing me to come down there and like this for two years. But then, I guess it wasn't enough. I guess. And then look, enough. Jermaine and Fetty. You know, you know, I got a chance to holler at them before he came out. I was like, yeah, man, what you gonna do this year, man? You gonna try to start? Yeah. I was like, I'm like, dang, dog! Like, you that's can't take Caleb McGarry's spot, dog. Nah, like, that's that's man. hey, Jermaine Effetti yeah. has uh, he's got a he's got a special place in Bears lore, and, and it's not for the greatest of reasons. So, I'm know. sure. Yeah, I'm wishing yeah, the best so, for Jermaine. I'm not surprised, yeah. sir. Yeah, yeah, I'm wishing the best for Jermaine in in all his future endeavors. <laughs> oh, we know exactly what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a big man, so I want to see him in the street. You know. No, no doubt about it. But uh. But I, you mentioned about the safety and uh, uh, Kyle Gordon and Jaquan yeah. Brisker. Yeah. You know, not getting um, acknowledging that you have issues up front. You know, our general manager seemed to do the same thing, too. Right, right. You know, like, oh, yeah, I understand the skill player. Drake London, great player. Kyle Pitts, good right. player. But damn, you still can't block for the protect the quarterback, man. You can't sack the quarterback either. So yeah. I think there's yeah. so many similarities between these teams and oh, yeah. just kind of when you dive into it. But, but talk, can you talk about, like, as far as, 
what Brisker has done and being a playmaker back there and, and yeah. Gordon as well. Um, yeah. as they come into that rookie year. So Kyler Gordon had a slow start uh, training camp. He was hurt, uh, mm-hmm. got a chance to get into, I believe, the second to last preseason game. And the season so far has been up and down. He's made some plays, right? He's made some plays. But that nickel cornerback position, like, that's that's the toughest mm-hmm. corner I think there is to play these days because Indeed. of what they're doing in terms of putting guys like Justin Jefferson and Jamar mm-hmm. Chase. Like, people see that Cooper Cup success. They see yeah. that, that slot – and I remember the first time I, I saw a premier wide receiver at the end of his career get thrown there was Larry Fitzgerald. And then you saw, you saw a lot of big receivers get put in that position. So yep. in this defense, the four, three that they run that we were, you know, used to seeing with the Lovey Smith era and mm-hmm. two deep safeties and that, that three technique. So that, that nickel back, that three technique and that weak side linebacker, the most important positions on the field for this defense. Yeah. And if you yeah. look at the, the, the success that they had in the Indianapolis with it, it was because, you know, you got Kenny Moore in that, at that cornerback position. You had yeah. Shaq Leonard at that, at that, uh, that weak side linebacker position. So, right. They tried to fill it early on with Kyler Gordon, and there's been some, you know, he's had some good plays. He's had some tough ones. He's not scared to be physical, which is always a good thing. Um, but he's had his rookie, he's had his rookie lumps. And Jaquan Brisket is the same, right? Like Jaquan mm-hmm. has come up in in run protection and and run filling as well as you can expect a rookie too, but he has also lost the edge. He's also lost contain and allowed for a couple of big plays. Uh he's I think he's been better. In 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 pass defense, then I expected him to be coming out of uh, out of Penn State. But this is a dude who, you know, he's got that that Bob Sanders kind of it to him. If he can stay healthy and 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 affect the game the way that he, I think he would be able to after he gets that like mental rolodex down of seeing things for the first time. Like he, I think he's put uh, Eddie Jackson also in a position to make more plays. You've seen him make more plays on the ball than he had in the previous thirty some odd games. He burst onto the scene. Uh, you know, fresh out of Alabama for the for the Bears and was making every play imaginable. Yeah, and people exactly. were talking about consecutive Pro Bowls in his future. And then there was a good 30 games where he wasn't that playmaker. Mm-hmm. I think Jaquan Brisker has not just put that, that you know, that professional friendly competition in the room, but also allowed him to free up and do some things because he's not an in-the-box physical safety. So the, the addition of these two dudes in the secondary – has been fun to watch because it's freed up some things, but it's also it's also made you understand how hard it is to play uh, in the secondary as a young player. Like you know, and not everybody's Sauce Gardner, not everybody's AJ Terrell, where you just jump right. in and you go, okay, that dude's gonna be there for a decade, and you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about it. Like right. these guys have had their ups and downs, and especially yeah. on a defense that's not getting pressure with the front four. You know, then Allen Williams not going to do a lot of blitzing, so right. you got you covering back there for a long time. So we they they're getting baptism by fire, and I think it's going to continue on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So Jarvis, I'm going to defer to you if you have another football question because I can't have Jay on here without asking him <laughs> something about ball. So oh, oh, <laughs> oh, come on now, you don't have to ask. You can go ahead and go jump, jump right in on that one. <laughs> so listen, Jay, uh, the last year I've had the pleasure of being the in-game analyst for the Hawks, so I watched him very. I know, still. and I'm proud of you. I'm <laughs> proud of you. I see you so doing your thing. Some work with him, low key, and then I'll be. T- uh, covering the Skyhawks this season. So we're kind of watching mm-hmm. everything that's going on in the Eastern Conference and kind of watching to see who's at the top, the cream of the crop. Listen, DeMar DeRozan gave yeah. us the blues last year, and I'm sure we're going to get I'm sure we're going to get the business again this yeah. year. 
But yeah. tell us before you wrap up in terms where you see the Bulls in terms of the pecking order because the Eastern Conference, man, it just seems to it's get tough. deeper and more competitive by the, by the year. Yeah, no, it's tough. The you know, East is definitely back in a, in a major way. Even the teams that you think you can sleep on have these young players who don't care. Uh, you know, guys, you know, you got that that backcourt crew in, in Detroit with Kate Cunningham. I know he's got the shit, he's got the shin right now, but him and, yeah. and Jaden Ivey are gonna be they're gonna they're gonna give people the blues for years. And the guy the Hawks know about Kate Cunningham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean you can go you can look at the Pacers too. Like they got a guy in Indiana who I wanted the Bulls to draft when I thought they were gonna get the sixth pick. They moved up, got the fourth pick in the lottery and, and drafted Patrick Williams. But Tyrese Halliburton was my favorite prospect yeah. after that top three, and you see him doing what he's doing in indiana so right now if you're you know teams like the raptors and the hawks and the bulls uh you know the knicks that that second tier of eastern conference team you can't be messing around and the bulls have messed around with with some some very uh important games over the last couple of days with the denver nuggets coming in and then everybody on the team saying that the effort wasn't what it's supposed to be after Mm -hmm. a three game a three-day rest and then you come out against the Pelicans with no Zion Williamson and you give the same effort. Like it's yeah. it's it's mounting right now in terms of pressure. And DeMar DeRozan is getting looked at as the guy who, you know, you got moved rock. Like yeah. it's it's cool to do what you did last year, but the league has kind of counterbalanced that and defending the Bulls different. And Zach is coming off of you know that knee surgery and Lonzo's still out. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. team's got a bunch of different storylines right now that they're trying to battle, but in the end. You know, injuries can't change the way you play and the way you show up. Like I can, I understand if you're not as talented. I don't understand if you don't have as much effort. And especially yeah. if you say it, yeah. like you can only press that button a couple of times in a year before everybody started looking around and jobs start getting lost. So um, they're in a, they're in a wild spot right now to, to have to dig themselves out of it and wait for Lonzo Ball to come as the savior, I guess, when he comes off of his uh, injury. But, yeah, man, the East ain't waiting on you. So whatever you did last year, it really doesn't matter. I mean, the Hawks fans know it too. Right? Yeah, no like, doubt, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. all that offseason to celebrate DeJounte Murray. You got to win games. You got to win yeah. games. That's why you know – they talk about John Collins. The right? trade talks, yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 which is good because, yeah. you know, to your point, there's no resting on your laurels nah. when you're in the second nah, tier man. because you're fighting that uphill battle, if for no other reason, to get yourself in that top four so that you can at least host yeah. the opening round series to maybe get yourself into the second round. But listen, because we know we could talk ball all day, every day, you know we're bringing you back a little bit oh, later. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Man, man, just not enough time in the day. But listen, guys, as we tell you all the time, check out ATL Day Ones. That should be your first stop, no question. But we want you to check out a couple other things, too. Don't forget to check out the Full Go podcast because it's going to give you some information, some knowledge, make you scratch your head sometimes, make you laugh and fall out of your chair. But it's a good time. So check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I tell my mama not to listen. Yeah. 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 Not suitable for good people. That's all. Exactly. Right. Exactly. After you check out ATL Day Ones, you check out Full Go. You know the next stop. And it is Locked On Sports today because it's the biggest story we got one brewing right now will jc suit up tomorrow in atlanta will he not that might be something that they're going to talk about hey listen they also give instant reaction to any and everything that's going on and you know we do for the culture here their version of it is take of the day so again don't forget to check out locked on sports today 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Locked on Sports Atlanta family, listen in. We are almost at 5,000 subscribers. We're at 4,900, over 4,900 subscribers. So guess what? We are pushing towards 5,000. So if you have not subscribed to this channel, if you have not subscribed to this show, what are you waiting on? Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And you can download us on the audio side as well, wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. We want everybody named Mama Nim. Yeah, I said that. Everybody named Mama Nim to know about ATL Day Ones. Go and check us out right now. And T, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture. Sometimes what do we want to talk about? You just how we get down on this show. Today is no different. And I talked about it at the top of the show as far as like when you have bad things go down, you know, a, a lot of times in life as human beings, as believers. We try to find a positive T, and I think that this is the perfect one. And I'm going to just start out by by saying, Mike Hollins, running back for Virginia, is a hero because he was on the bus when the young man uh, started shooting at the bus when they're coming back from a field trip, obviously shooting on um, Virginia's campus, and he was able to yell at the bus driver and say, "Hey, stop the bus!" He got off the bus. You know, two people, two other students that follow him, and he told them to take off running to go a different way. Mm-hmm. But he realized and said to himself, like, hey, I got to go back. I'm back. And he ended up saying, like, you guys have to get off the bus. And he ended up engaging the shooter, T. And he said all he remembers is the guy lifting up the gun, and he turned around and ran, and he lifted his shirt up, and he said all he felt was something hot, and that's all he remembers. So, and thankfully – He's he's okay and everything's all right. And I think that for a guy, for a young man to to not only save a couple people, you know, and for and telling them to get off the bus, but the man went back to you. Like yeah. that is absolutely I don't I don't even have any words for that because a lot of people say, man, say I would have done the same thing, but yeah, it's it's it, it hit different when you actually do it though. Agreed. And his mom said she wasn't surprised because this is who he is. And she just has been encouraging him because, of course, he's had the questions of why me? Why did I survive? And so not to have survivors remorse, she's just been encouraging him to say, hey, you're back. You're here for a reason. Like you said, we are believers. So we believe that he's definitely here to bring something positive to the table. And I'm just so excited for him that he'll have the opportunity like she said because he said hey i don't know how i'm gonna live without my friend deshaun perry that was one of his yeah, best friends, friends who yep. was one of the one of the unfortunate victims who, who passed away who died but his mom said it's because you're going to live for him and i right. so love that message that she gave him so again mike hollins you are our hero yes, yes indeed your heroic efforts and definitely everybody around him keep rallying around him because yes. it's going to be still a long road to recovery and he's going to need all the thoughts and all the prayers in the world so we are so excited that we're at least able to pull something positive out of an otherwise very dark story now what we hope to also have positives about monday a falcons win the, the dub. and a hawks win 
That's yes. what we want to talk about. And of course, if there are any trades that go down with the Hawks, we are going to give you all our reaction come Monday. But you guys be safe because it is cold like it's in Chicago <sighs> up in this piece. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Watch yourself until we see you Monday. Y'all come back now, you hear? Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.